Hi, welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Uh, thanks for giving me a listen uh, today. Uh, going to talk about the fourth of the Pirates Minor League Affiliates. Um, in the Minor League preview, uh, the Bradenton Marauders. And uh, the Marauders are like uh, Altoona and... Uh, Greensboro in that they have a lot of really raw talent, um, you know, a lot of guys that we haven't seen a whole lot of because of COVID, um, guys that were drafted and then didn't really play, and, um, you know, they're going to be exciting to watch, um, you know, they have some guys that have a lot of potential here, um, and some guys, like I said, we're just waiting to see what happens, so um, we'll take a look at all that. Uh, pitching and offense and everything that Brayton has to offer. But before we do, let's uh, hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. So the pitching staff for the Marauders, um, they have a couple guys to uh, keep an eye on uh, for sure, just like the other levels. Um, uh, These guys are all really young. I mean, you're looking at um, a lot of 20-year-olds, that we haven't really seen a whole lot of. Again, not having a minor league season last year. Um, you know, we didn't get a chance to take a look at you know, Brendan Malone um, or um, some of these other guys, uh, guys that, you know, were just, you know, even guys that were just drafted last year. So um, the rotate, or not the rotation, but the whole pitching staff in general, it has, um, has some potential. Um, it has a lot of guys that are just coming out of, um, the, um, the Dominican League. So, um, you know, we haven't got a chance to see some of these guys stateside yet, so we'll see what happens with them. Um, but the first guy on their roster um, is Alex Aquino. Uh, right-handed starter. He is the elder <laughs> of the group. I think he's the oldest guy on the team. And um, he is going to be 25 here in uh, in July. So he's a little bit on uh, the old side to be at this level. Um, but it's not, you know, totally uncommon. Um, so Aquino was saw, uh, picked in the Rule 5 draft back in 2019 in the, uh, in the minor league um, portion. He was... Um, originally a shortstop, but has been moved to pitching um, back in 2017. So that's kind of why he's a little older for this level is because he's he's taken some extra time to learn a new position. Um, he throws mid-90s, uh, has a good slider. Uh, you know, I'm kind of surprised he's uh, at this level. Uh, I would think they maybe would have, because of the age, would have started him a little higher considering this is kind of where he was in 2019. 2019 numbers weren't too bad, 1-0 in 12 games, uh, 360 ERA, uh, struck out you know, t- roughly about 28% of the guys that he faced. Um, so, you know, not terrible numbers overall. Like, he is a little old for this, even though he has learned a new position. You know, that was back to 2017. So, uh, you know, hopefully he can advance. Um, you know, I am... Uh, a little later on this one than I wanted to. So he actually did pitch uh, 
last night in in an inning and a third, he walked one and struck out four. So um, the K's are there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Kino were to get moved up um, if he continues to strike guys out at this level at that rate um, because they're going to need to see what he can do against some better hitters. Um, again, because he's had such a late start to pitching, we'll see what he does. Um, he'll probably you know, just be minor league death, but with if the strikeouts continue as he, as he climbs – um, you can see a little bit more out of him. Uh, next guy we have is um, Adrian Florencio. He was signed as an international free agent back in 2019. Um, in 2019, in the Appalachian League, he was 2-1 and one in 11 games of a 4.75 ERA. Um, doesn't really strike out a whole lot of guys and walked um, quite a bit. Uh, he sits low 90s. Uh, generally with his fastball, um, just 20 years old, he's 6'6", 235, so the vo- more velocity could come because uh, that's, a, that's a pretty big guy. Uh, has a good slider. Um, you know, he just had control issues and was hit pretty hard. Um, but, you know, with, um, you know, with the year last year, who knows what he fine-tuned and how he developed – uh, last year, so we'll see what he does uh, this year moving forward. Um, but you know, with um, with his build, adding velocity would be pretty uh, uh, beneficial uh, to him um, in his uh, professional career. Um, next guy is Santiago Flores, and Flores has been around for a while. He's appeared on some of the Pirates' um, top prospect lists in the past. Um, Flores is uh, 21 next week, um, 6'5", 222. So he's he's a pretty good-sized guy. Um, he was up and uh, available for the Rule 5 draft this year. Um, didn't get drafted just because he is so low. Um, in 2019, in the Appalachian League, he was 2-2. Two and two. In 10 games with a 3.46 ERA, um, he throws pretty hard, hitting the upper 90s. He's a big guy, so there's really no reason to believe that he couldn't add some more to that. Um, he's got a slider that works pretty well for him. Um, so, like, he doesn't really. He has a. Um, he has a changeup as well, so he's got like three pitches. Uh, none of them are necessarily outstanding, um, but um, they're all still pretty solid, especially with that that uh, upper 90s fastball. If he can get the control down and turn that slider um, into a, a good out pitch, um, he could be a, you know a back-of-the-rotation starter for the Pirates in the future. Um, if he can't, uh, then, you know, he still throws hard. Um, and with the starter background could be a long reliever and, uh, go multiple innings. So I think Flores will probably see, um, they're going to have to worry about Flores, uh, in the rule five here. Maybe not this year because he is still starting pretty low, um, but he could advance. I think we're going to, like I said in the other podcast, we could see a lot of shifting 
as the season goes on because guys are going to get promoted. I think a, there's a handful of guys up at you know AAA that will move up or wash out. Um, I think that out, they'll just pull guys from Altoona. Altoona is going to have some guys that will uh, again, you know, then be promoted. So Greensboro's up. There's just going to be a, a, I think, a pretty nice revolving door. Um, COVID. I think COVID was really uh, thrown a, threw a wrench into the development um, and the evaluation of all these guys. So it's not you know outside of the, the realms of possibility that we could we could see guys move quickly because once we see them dominate, like a guy like Aquino striking out, you know, four guys all the you know inning in a third, four strikeouts, only one walk. You know, if he can keep those walks down and strike some guys, keep striking guys out, he's probably going to move up um, pretty quick. Quickly, Flores is another guy that I think could move up uh, pretty quickly as well. Another guy that could move up uh, pretty quickly is uh, J.C. Flowers. Uh, J.C. Flowers is a, um, a right-handed pitcher. He hasn't pitched a whole lot. He was um, was a Florida State. Uh, mainly used um, as a position player. Um, so switched to pitching late or really didn't – he was he was really a closer in college. So we'll see what the Pirates do with him. In 2019 in his debut, he appeared in nine games. He started eight, 430 ERA, um, struck out about 18% of the guys he faced. Um and walked a little bit over 8%. Um, so, you know, Flowers, um, he throws hard. Um, he is mid-90s, um, and his secondary pitches uh, really aren't quite there yet. So he's a, he's a work in progress. Um you know, like I said, he didn't pitch a whole lot in college, so it's going to be hard to say what really happens with Flowers. But if he clicks, he could very well move um, quickly because he is on the older side. Um, you know, he's twenty; he'll be twenty-three here in a couple weeks. Um, college guy, so hopefully he would be able to to kind of dominate this level. And, and then move move up, but uh, Flowers probably probably a reliever. Um, you know, he came out of the pen um, last night, and his line was three innings, one hit, three strikeouts. So pretty good line. Um, that's a really nice sign from him that he comes out that early, and and hopefully that um, continues to uh, progress. Or, you know, at least stay at that level. Because I think he'll move up quickly. Uh, you know, with the minor leagues this year, you know, we are... They did cut down um, the roster size because the whole, you know, level got eliminated. Uh, so, that with COVID evaluations, weird. Uh, you know, there's going to... Like I said, there's going to be movement. And I think Flowers is one of the guys... Another one of the guys to, to watch. Um, another guy, and this, this guy... Um, is pretty high up on a lot of the the, pros, the top prospect lists. Um, uh, Nick Garcia. Uh, Nick Garcia is uh, 
a right-hander who is uh, 22 years old, um, drafted in the third round back in 2020. Um, a lot of people, like I said, he, he's popping up on lists. And the thing about Garcia is we haven't seen him yet. Um, with no minor league season last year, he didn't have anywhere to pitch. So um, it's it's hard to tell how far he can make it. He has the tools. Um, so, you know, he he throws mid-90s with his fastball, but he can hit the upper uh, level. He has um, a slider and a cutter, so he has a nice mix. Uh, he's he's going to be interesting to watch. Um, I could see him, you know, being a uh, back of the rotation guy or you know a reliever moving forward uh, in the future with the Pirates. But he's just another one of these guys that we haven't seen yet. I uh, mentioned in the. Greensboro podcast, um, yeah, Bajinski. Haven't seen him yet. So a lot of these top prospects, a lot of these guys that the Pirates just drafted, um, haven't haven't done anything, you know, or been done anything for us to see. I'm sure you know, obviously they did something, um, but uh, Garcia um, will be another one of these these fun guys to focus on, um, and hopefully, you know, see that progression. Um, the other guy is Domingo Gonzalez. Gonzalez is 22, or will be 22, so he's 21. Uh, right-hander. Uh, Domingo Gonzalez was uh, international free agent signing back in 2018. 2019, he advanced uh, from the Dominican to... Um, the Gulf Coast League um, to uh, low A. So he has a little bit of experience. Um, and all the number in, in all the uh, the levels he was at, the numbers were pretty good. Um, he only pitched one game in low A, didn't give up a run. Um, but in uh, from the Dominican, he was 5 and0 in seven games. .36 ERA, struck out 37% of the guys he faced. And then in the Gulf Coast League, he pitched in nine games with a 358 ERA and struck out 27% of the guys while walking uh, roughly about nine. Um, he doesn't throw particularly hard. He sits low 90s with his fastball. He does have a good curve, and you know the walk rates here are, are great. Um, so, again, we'll see what Domingo um, Gonzalez does. Uh, he's on the smaller side. He's only six foot. Um, uh, about 185. Uh, so, normally those guys don't add too much velocity um, as they go because of, you know, size kind of limits that. But um, if he could add a couple of extra miles per hour with the good command... Um, he could be, you know, a, a pretty solid reliever um, for the Pirates in the future. Uh, the next guy is Logan Hoffman. Uh, Logan Hoffman is uh, righty, five, smaller righty, 5'10", um, 190. He is 20, uh, 
21 years old. And um, he was a fifth-round draft pick last year in 2020, so we haven't seen him either. Um, he did sit uh, in mid-90s with his fastball for Northwestern State. Um, he also has a really good um, curveball, a slider, and a change. Um, so just with good command over that curveball and the fastball um, really kind of makes him at least a reliever um, in, the, in, the, in the big leagues, potentially. Um, if he can get some of those other pitches down, um, you know, maybe, uh, may, you know, maybe he could be a solid starter. But, you know, again, we have nothing to go on with him other than what he did at Northwestern State. Um, so we'll see. Um, lump him in with, with Nick Garcia. Um, but see what he does this year. Um, another guy who's been, been around for a while, um, Stephen Jennings, uh, right-hander. He is 23 years old. Um, Jennings has battled some injuries um, in his career. He was the second-round pick back in 2017. Um, he has a nice four-pitch mix. Uh, fastball sits low 90s at its best. Um, a slider curve and a change. Uh, if he can, if he can stay healthy, he could end up being like a like a solid reliever because he does have that nice mix of pitches, um, and they're all pretty good. Uh, again, doesn't throw very hard, but uh, mixes everything else in there. Uh, so, hopefully, staying healthy will in you know another year of development. He added a little bit more to the fastball. Um, that's going to be his best shot. But he doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. Um, in, you know, 2019, he pitched in 27 games with 7-12 and 12 with a 4.71 ERA. Struck out tw- about 21% of the guys he faced and walked 7, about 7%. So, um, that's not too bad. Um, but he's going to need to prove himself because for... Being a draft pick from 2017 and sitting at this level, that doesn't really bode well for him. Uh, you know, he would need to um, make some advancements um, in order to um, see some more uh, innings at an upper level. Another guy here is Jose Maldonado. Um, he's a right-hander, um, 6 pounds, 22 years old, um, signed back as an international free agent in 2017. Um, he hits 95, roughly. Um, he does have some control issues. Um, uh, has a slurve, um, but, um, you know, we, he hasn't, didn't show anything to really uh, put himself apart from um, any of the other guys the, the Pirates have. Um, his numbers were were okay in the in uh, 2020, I'm sorry, 2019 uh, in the Appalachian League. He was 4-6, 11 games, 4-34 ERA. Struck out 20% of the guys he faced, walked 13. So, um, again, if he can add to that velocity or, you know, 
find some uh, some better control, uh, improve his secondary pitches, we could see him maybe in the reliever um, mold uh, for the Pirates. He did pitch last night in two-thirds of an inning. He gave up a run with three walks and one strikeout. So right there, we're looking at control issues. So, um, you know, he's going to have to improve that to, to move forward because there's going to be guys coming in the draft, coming from the, the Dominican leagues that will um, will pass a guy like Maldonado um, over. Next guy, um, he's probably the, I guess I would say pro- the biggest prospect here. Um, he ranks the highest on the majority of the, the prospect uh, list, but that's Brennan Malone. And with Brennan Malone, he came over from the Rays in the uh, Starling Marte deal, so we really haven't seen a whole lot from him yet. Uh, he is still, you know, just not even 21 yet, so... Um, He's still young. He's still raw. 6'4", 205. Uh, he's uh, one of the best pitchers that the Pirates have. Um, it's got a fastball-slider combo. Um, fastball sits in the, in the um, generally like in the low to mid-90s, but he can get it up there if he needs to. Uh, so... He's got a nice, um, he's got a change-up, too. Uh, so, he, I project him as being in the rotation um, in, like, 2024-ish. Uh, that's, you know, I think the, the ultimate upside for him. Um, I think the, I think at the very least, he could be, a really good back of the bullpen late innings um, reliever. So um, I like Brendan Malone a lot. You know, in low A, uh, he finished the year in low A in 2019 for uh, the Diamondbacks and pitched in one game, didn't give up a run. Uh, so before that, he had pitched in six games. He only started three of them. 14 ERA that was in there, um, the rookie ball. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like about Brennan Malone. That Sterling Marte deal in you know th- you know three years could really show you know that it was um, it was a complete steal, really on on the uh, for the Pirates. Um, being able to get Pagaro and Malone from the Diamondbacks for Starling Marte. Not a knock on Starling Marte. He's a pretty good talent. Um, he's not super durable. Um, so I was I was okay with them trading him. Um, at the time, I thought that maybe they'd get a more highly touted prospect out of it. But Ben Cherrington has shown that he's going to take shots at uh, young guys with projection. And Pagaro and Malone have um, a lot of um, projection. Like they, they're still young. They're still raw. 
Um, we'll see what they do, um, you know, as the season goes on. But, you know, the sky's the limit, really, for these guys, um, which is always nice to have uh, in, your, in your low minors. Next guy up is Oliver Mateo. Uh, Mateo was signed as an international free agent back in 2018. Um, he's 6'2", 170 pounds, um, 23 years old. Um, Mateo is wild. Um, that's always been the, the knock on Mateo. Control issues galore. Um, he does he does throw very hard. So it's one of those guys that you don't you don't want to give up on. Um, but you know he has been known to hit triple digits. So um, yeah, if Mateo can get some kind of control. Um, with that velocity, you know, he could be, um, a a nice piece in a bullpen. Um, but to give you an example, um, Mateo pitched last night, went an inning, gave up two hits, four runs, three walks, and two Ks. So that shows you his wildness. And in trying to harness that, he gets hit hard, um, in in 2019, in one game in the Dominican, um, he went a third of the inning, third of an inning, and ended up with a you know 54 ERA. So um, promising fastball, but everything else is a huge um, huge work in progress for Mateo. So um, fun to watch, but also kind of kind of dangerous out there. Um, see what happens with him. Uh, another guy is um, Wandy uh, Mountout. Free, international free agent signing 2019. Um, he, it's one of those guys. He was signed um, he was he was the guy that was signed in like 2017 I think and he had some um, issues with his identity which you come across um, time to time. Um, and so he didn't really do anything until 2019. He throws hard. Um, he's a big guy, 6'4", 6'4", 6'5", about 200 pounds. Uh, he's, he's got some potential. In, uh, in 2019, he was uh, pitching 10 games in the Dominican with a uh, 3-0-3 ERA. Um, he did start four of those games. But, you know, he struck out 23% of the guys he faced and walked about nine. So, not all in all, not terrible control. Um, you know, he could be a solid reliever um, uh, at some point down the line. But, again, pretty raw uh, because of that. those couple of years with his identity and the lack of development. Um, other guy in the starter from last night is Luis Ortiz, 6'2", 163 pounds, uh, 22 years old. Um, Ortiz is is not um, not too bad. I think he'll probably profile more as a reliever, um, but velocity sits uh, mid-90s. Uh, he has a good change-up and a slider. Uh, last night, he went three innings, gave, uh, two hits, a run, two walks, five Ks. So 
that's one of the things you always see at this level is these pitchers have a lot of strikeouts. Um, you know, Ortiz is no exception here. Uh, he he has um, he has good command. I think that's probably one of his strengths. Uh, you know, if he continues to, um, you know, progress, maybe increases the velocity a little bit more. Um, you know, who knows? He's again not a not a huge guy. Um, as far as he's six two, but one hundred sixty three pounds. That's that's a lanky a lanky guy. So if he adds some muscle, um, fills out a little more, you know, he could. He could be a, a, a solid pitcher down the line, just based on that command. Uh, probably out of the pen, most likely, because there's other other guys that, that project um, as a starter along the same time. He would um, he would come up. Uh, next guy's uh, uh, Brian Roman, and um, uh, Roman is only five nine, hundred eighty pounds. He's a one of their few lefties, if not their only lefty, uh, on this. Sorry, uh, I missed the guy. Estelin Ortiz. Those are their two lefties. Um, but Roman, let's start with Roman. He tops out a mid nineties, which isn't too bad. Um, has a couple off speed pitches that are um, that are decent. Uh, he's in low A. 2019, 17 games, uh, ERA of 419. Um, doesn't walk a whole lot, and that's pretty impressive. Um, walk rate of 5%, struck out about 25. So, um, in that smaller frame, he gets a lot out of it. Uh, so, these, these type of guys generally don't um, advance very high, but his command could could very well help him here. Um, you know, he'll probably be, you know, he could be a, a, a solid uh, reliever at, at some point. The command will get him up higher unless he just absolutely starts getting um, tattooed, uh, you know, when he faces the upper level hitting. Uh, but, you know, all in all, uh, Roman um, isn't too bad. The other Ortiz that I missed, um, Estelin Ortiz. Left-hander, 6'4", 213 pounds. Uh, fastball gets in the mid-90s, uh, has a good breaking ball. Um, results really haven't been that great uh, from him, um, you know, considering, you know, his, his build. Signed as an international free agent back in 2017. In uh, 2020 in the Gulf Coast, he was 2-2 two two with 11, in 11 games. Um, started eight of them, but 5.93 ERA, uh, 21-ish percent walk uh, strikeout rate, about 16 percent walk rate. Um, nothing really um, outstanding here. Um, you know, he would need to, you know, fill out a little more, maybe get some more velocity, get turn one of those breaking pitches into a, a really good out pitch um, to to progress. Further, so um, see what happens with with this Ortiz, and then the last guy, Eddie Yeen. Eddie Yeen is 
was probably the the big piece um, that Ben Charrington was targeting when they traded Josh Bell. Um, Eddie Yeen, 6'1", 180 pounds. He is not even 20 years old yet. So that's kind of exciting. Um, you know, somebody that young at, at this level, um, you know, he, he profiles pretty well. Um, especially for a 19-year-old. Um, but, uh, you know, Yin came over with Will Crow Again, like I said, I think he is um, is the centerpiece. In that deal. But Yin in... 2019 in the uh, Nationals organization, uh, pitched in the Gulf Coast League and Low A. Uh, in Low A, pitched in two games, uh, 245 ERA. Um, struck out about 16% of the guys he faced, um, walked about 12, well, almost like 11, um, but held opponents to a 179 um, batting average. Um, in the Gulf Coast League, he pitched in eight games. All these were starts. Uh, 382 ERA, 25% K rate, and an eight uh, walk rate held p- uh, batters to uh, 229. Um, he throws hard, um, touches the upper 90s, um, has a really good slider um, that needs to be tweaked a little bit, but it's it's there. Um, and... Uh, a um, and a and a changeup that he mixes in there. So, uh, again, so raw, so young. Um, it's hard to project, um, but there's a lot to like about about this guy. Uh, you know, he could be a back of the rotation starter. He could be a. Um, <laughs> a future closer with his stuff. So he's going to be a fun guy to watch. That's one thing about this rotation. A lot of guys are really unproven um, and, and are going to be fun um, to see progress. Hopefully, Uh, hopefully they get a lot more um, guys moving forward than, you know, possibly moving back. But the big ones here are um, Brennan Malone, Eddie um, Nick and Nick Garcia, Santiago Flores, uh, maybe Luis Ortiz. I'd put in there. Uh, Flowers, JC Flowers, and um, got to keep an eye on on Stephen Jennings and even Logan Hoffman as well. So um, it's a good batch of pitching. Um, I don't think it's as it's one thing. It's not as strong. Uh, when you when you read the the list as some of the upper levels, but because these guys these guys are still pretty um, underdeveloped, so um, it's going to be a, a an interesting year to watch for Bradenton's uh, pitching staff. So offensively, um, this team has some decent prospects on it. It has a lot of guys that are just really uh, really unproven. Uh, based due to <laughs> due to like not seeing them um, last year at all, to you know just 
making their uh, debut in the U.S. So uh, one of the catchers, let's start there, uh, is Ethan Goforth. And um, Goforth is, um, he, he's, a, he's a good catcher. He's, um, he's 5'10", 190, 24 years old. He'll be 20, I'm sorry, 23. He'll be 24 here uh, next month. Um, Goforth is uh, really good defensively. He has a little bit of pop, but he also strikes out a lot. Uh, in the Appalachian League in 2019, in 62 at-bats, he hit 226 with two home runs. But he struck out almost 28% of the time, and he only walked 1.5% of the time. So for him to go anywhere, he's going to have uh, to cut down on the strikeouts and make more contact. Um, go forth probably uh, factors... As um, he, pr- he probably is just organizational depth, um, but he does ha- like I say, he does have a little bit of pop um, for a catcher. That's always good, and if you're good defensively, uh, pop will get you a little further. It just he, he can't strike out almost thirty percent of his bats. So that has to improve for him to uh, progress any further. Uh, the big guy, the big catcher here, and one of the better offensive prospects on this team is Andy Rodriguez. Rodriguez is um, soon to be 21. Uh, one of the guys acquired from in the uh, Joe Musgrove deal that got him from the Mets. Um, he is probably the, well, not probably, he definitely is the most intriguing catching candidate or catching prospect. Um in uh, this uh, organization, uh, he he has uh, he's decent defensively. He's got a lot of tools. Um, he's got some pop. He's uh, six foot one seventy, and um, in two thousand nineteen in the Dominican and the Gulf Coast League, um, you know he hit. 293 in Gulf Coast and 75 at bats. Uh, no home runs, uh, but he only struck out 14, about 14% of the time, and he walked 11%. So he actually has some decent plate discipline. Um, he, he'll stick at catcher for a while just because the Pirates don't have any offensive guys there. But I could see Rodriguez moving out of here. He is athletic enough that he can play uh, other positions. Um, he, I think his ceiling is um, a decent catcher with um, with some pop, and and that's something you know that every team is looking for. Um, I like that they went out and got this guy, essentially trading uh, Joey Lucchesi, um over to the Mets um, in exchange for uh, Rodriguez. I think catcher is somewhere, someplace um, that Ben Sherrington, uh, he needs to further address just because if you've listened to the other podcasts, catcher is the weakest um, position uh, in the Pirates organization. Um, but... Um, we'll see what happens. Rodriguez is still young, still unproven. Uh, you know, 
hasn't played above the Gulf Coast League, so um, a lot can happen with him in his development. Uh, so, you know, anxious to see it. Last night he was uh, two for four with uh, uh, an RBI, so he had an RBI double, I believe. Um, so um, off to a decent start. Did strike out once, but uh, hey, not a bad. Not a bad first showing uh, for a, a young guy. Um, next catcher is Eli Wilson. And Eli Wilson may, I don't know, may be the next best catcher um, in the system. Um, his dad's Dan Wilson. Uh, he was a uh, major league catcher for a while, mostly with the Mariners, I believe. Um uh, Eli's a good, um, a good defensive catcher, and he makes really good contact. Uh, all in all, in the Appalachian League, he didn't have a uh, tremendous showing. It was uh, average of two thirty four and one hundred and forty five at bats. He did hit four home runs, uh, but the nice thing with him was he only struck out like seventeen percent of the time and walked thirteen. So. Uh, he could be um, uh, an interesting guy to watch because again, we only saw we only saw 145 at bats from him. You know, this is the might be the best catching tandem with Rodriguez and Wilson uh, for somebody to actually uh, make both make the, the big league club. Now we'll we'll see what happens with both of them. Um, the next guy is uh, Michael Escado. Um, Escado is an infielder, uh, primarily a shortstop. Uh, he was acquired in the Jamison tie-on deal. Um, Escado actually didn't play last night. Um, not sure exactly why or, you know, if there's anything else there other than he just didn't play last night. Um, Escado in the Dominican in his Latin 2019 as a 17-year-old hit 315. With eight home runs, struck out about 26% of the time, and walked 15% of the time. Um, so, not, not, not too shabby. Um, he, he has uh, good defensive skills. Um, he very well could stick at shortstop. Um, he has a really good eye, like I said, with that you know, 15% walk rate um, and a... And a not a terrible strikeout rate, right? not nothing um, crazy, but he's he's going to be interesting to watch. This is his first trip to um, stateside um, and to jump all the way up to this level. Uh, we'll see what he does. Um, he's intriguing because he has the tools. He has some raw power there, obviously, with the eight home runs. Uh, so if he can develop, um, and I, I've read a lot of things um, about him, and it's it's a, a mixed bag. A lot of people think uh, this was um, one of the uh, one of the better guys they got in the tie-on deal, um, but others say he could just be end up being just like an average utility guy. Um, again, super young. He is um, not even nineteen yet, so. <laughs> 
Uh, still a way to go in his development, but he, he's going to be fun to follow. Uh, next guy is Claudio Fanol. And he was picked up in the Rule 5 draft, the minor league portion, um, in 2019, he topped out at um, A-ball as a 19-year-old, hit 218 with a home run, uh, struck out like 17% of the time, and walked uh, almost 7% of the time. Um, he makes good contact, um, has good defense. Again, he he hasn't played a lot in the lower um, levels yet, so we'll see what he does. He really doesn't have a lot of pop. Um, which which will hurt him. Um, hopefully, you know, some of that is developed. Again, 5'11", 171 pounds. So uh, not the biggest guy, uh, you know, being that he is just now 21. Um, you know, see, see what he does. Other guy's Dario Lopez. Um and uh, Lopez is um, a solid uh, shortstop, right-handed hitter, 6'1", 183. He, too, is only 19 years old. Um, so that's, uh, that's impressive. Uh, so Dario Lopez... He did have Tommy John surgery right after he signed uh, back in 2018 as an international free agent. Um, in 2019, in the in the uh, Dominican League, he hit 341 and 167 at bats, a couple home runs, struck out 16%, walked um, around 7% of the time. Um, so he's um, pretty athletic. Good defensively, um, he he's one of these guys that, to watch. Um, he has all the tools. Um, he, like I said, slowed by injury a little bit. Um, you know, in theory, he had he could he could pot, do it all. Like this could be um, an all star shortstop. Again, way too young to really uh, bank on anything, but. Um, if he continues to develop, um, and continues to at six one one eighty three, like put on some more muscle, um, you know, the sky's the limit. Uh, he has everything's there. It just will it translate to um, the states, and will it translate to when he sees um, better, uh, better quality pitching? So. This is a guy to watch. Um, I like Dario Lopez. I think um, he could advance um, quickly. I think this is, you know, going to be uh, one of the one of the storylines, one of the guys uh, to keep an eye on. Last night, I think he was zero for four. He struck out twice, but um, again, it's just one game. So uh, keep an eye and, and keep an ear out for the name Dario Lopez um, as the season goes on. Another guy is Norcus Marcos. Uh, Marcos is an infielder, um, good defensive shortstop, got a little bit of speed. 
Uh, he does strike out a lot, 32% in the Gulf Coast League back in 2019 with a 239 average. So not super exciting there. Um, if he doesn't overcome that, there's a whole bunch of middle infielders that he'll be blocked by from advancing. So um, he's going to need to cut that down and, and show that show that he has um, the ability to make um, consistent contact. Uh, the next guy, and this is another guy to keep an eye on, is Alexander Mojica. Um, Mojica last night uh, uh, hit a home run. Um, he was one for three with a two-run homer, a strikeout. Um, and there, you know, I, I didn't mention, just mention Marcos. He was 0 for 4 with a strikeout. So, um, Mojica, um, I see his name popping up um, on a lot of the prospect lists as, as somebody uh, to watch. He has shown up in people's top, like, 15 or 20. Um, but uh, there's a lot to like about about this guy. He's 6'2", uh, 200, uh, about 220 pounds-ish. Um, I've seen that fluctuate. It's, it's around 200. Um, some have him more in the 220s of 195 on the uh, Bradenman's website. But he's, um, he's, a, he's a bigger guy, um, and he has, he has some pop. In uh, Dominican in 2019, as a 17-year-old, he hit 351 with eight home runs, only struck out 16% of the time, and walked 17. Um, he's a, a good um, defender. He really doesn't have speed, so he's going to stick in uh, the infield uh, either um, at third, which is where he was uh, playing yesterday, or possibly at first. does have a really nice arm. So, um, I, I think he could he could stick over there um, at third. If the National League were to ever get a DH, he'd be a good one. Uh, but um, yeah, he hits for average. He hits for he has power. Um, so he's he's another one of those guys um, to really keep an eye on. Terry Lopez is one. Mojica. Uh, is is definitely another um, uh, to watch. And a lot of people are excited about uh, what they've seen um, from uh, Mojica. Uh, switching to the outfield, uh, the first guy is Jace Bowen. And Jace Bowen is uh, 20 years old. He'll be 21 later this year. 6'1", 195 pounds. And uh, Bowen, in uh, 2019 in the Gulf Coast League, is an 18-year-old. He hit 223, uh, struck out about 24% of the time, and walked about 10. Um, he can play all over. Um, he is, you know, listed, and I believe he was drafted as an outfielder. He DH'd last night. He was 0 for, th 0 for 3 with a walk, 2 Ks, uh, did score a run. Um, he's a toolsy guy. He, um, you could put him, like I said, pretty much anywhere. Um, 
I've seen comparisons to like a like an Adam Frazier. Um, I think I saw Jordy Mercer, like a guy that can kind of can hit some, be consistent. Um, so again, he is still pretty unproven and only 130 at bats. Um, so we'll see what we get out of Bowen. Um, you know, as the obviously as the season goes on, like with all these other guys, but uh, Bowen's another name to kind of watch. I don't, I don't like Bowen as much as I do uh, Mojica or Lopez, um, or even Escato, but but Bowen's one um, to keep an eye on. Uh, the next guy, is Sergio Campana. Um, Campana uh, was one of the better prospects that they signed out of uh, the international free agent period in 2018 uh he is only 19 or 19 um yeah so he's only 19 uh he's still got i'm sorry he's yeah 19 um, he's still got some some time um in 171 at bats he hit 281 uh no homers but he does uh, did steal 24 uh, bases, so he um, he's an athletic guy. He's toolsy. Um, everything is pretty raw. Um, saw some video of him hitting. He hits the ball hard, so the power could come with you know more development. Um, Sergio Campana again, another another guy to keep an eye on. Uh, after him, you have Josiah Dixon. Uh, Josiah Dixon is six foot, one hundred eighty pounds. He too is uh, nineteen, or not even nineteen yet. Um, so, so yes, he is nineteen, almost twenty. He has some good. Um, he has some power potential. Um, he hit uh, 329 and 73 at bats in the Gulf Coast League uh, struck out 13% of the time walked about 12 uh, no homers but 8 steals so he has speed um, the power could come um, but he has really good patience at the plate and when he does make contact it's good solid contact um, Dixon um uh, you know, projects to um, be a starting outfielder at some point in the, in the big leagues. Um, he has all the tools. If the power comes, even better. Uh, so, again, keep saying it over and over again. Another guy to kind of watch uh, is um, is Josiah Dixon. You know, as as the season progresses, and then the next guy is Hudson Head. Hudson Head was. Uh, the highest rated prospect uh, that the Pirates got pretty much in any of their trades this year. With in a lot of the outlets, he was um, he rated, I think, as high as uh, the sixth best prospect in the um, Padres system. Um, Hudson Head, a young guy, he's not even twenty yet. He's just turned nineteen. Um, so, um, I'm sorry. No, he just turned. 
he just turned 20. Sorry. Um, so he just turned 20. A lot to like here. Um, he hits the ball well. Um, he's athletic. He's um, got some speed, nothing um, explosive. Uh, but, you know, he he's good defensively. Um, he has... Um, he's probably probably projects to be as the best center fielder in um, the Pirates system. Um, and this is an area, like, I'm talking about all these guys in low A. Outfield isn't loaded with unbelievably uh, talented guys. They're, they've got some good ones. Um, but they don't, have, they don't have anybody that screams um, superstar. They all have question marks, you know, cut down strikeouts. Will they develop power? Um, you know, can they hit um, consistently the upper level pitching? Um, you know, Head being the young guy that he is, um, falls right into that category. But a lot of people really like Hudson Head and his approach. Um, he's one of the, a, a nice lefty bat. Uh, last night, um, Hudson Head was one for four. Did strike out three times and then left the game. Um, for um, Campana um, late. So not sure if it was just to, to get him out or something going on there. Um, we'll see. But, uh, again, another another reason to pay attention to the, these low minors are just watching some of these guys, um, you know, turn the corner, hopefully, in their development. Um Another guy they have is Will Matheson. And um, Matheson, uh, last night he did play first base. Um, one for four with two strikeouts. And um, Matheson has some, some raw power. He does strike out uh, quite a bit. He's big. Uh, six, seven, 215 pounds. Um, so he will need to, um, you know, cut down on the, um, strikeouts. He was a pitcher for most of his college career. Uh, Pirates have deci decided, you know, just to use him um, offensively. He could be one of those guys that, that switches back because six, seven, two twenty. that's, that's a good pitcher build. So, um, you know, who knows what Matheson will do. But for now, they're giving him a try because of the raw power. Similar to what, like, they did years ago with um, um, Stetson Ali and saw um, saw how that turned out. Um, but hey, he could switch back. Um, so keep an eye on him. Uh, the next guy is Sammy Siani. And uh, a lot of people really like Sammy Siani. I'm kind of excited to, to see exactly um, uh, what he can do. Uh, you know, 18 years old uh, in 2019, he hit 241, uh, no homers, five stolen bases, struck out a quarter of the time. Um, he's still young. He just turned 20. Uh, he has a chance to be a pretty good center fielder. He's kind of like a Hudson head, except um, not 
um, has much power. Um, so he could be a good uh, leadoff hitter. He makes good contact. Just needs to increase that power to uh, really put himself, uh, distance himself from these other guys. Um, this outfield is really, really interesting. It's all guys kind of just all at the same level. I would say head is probably, probably projects as the best um, of the batch. And after that, um, it's just gonna, it's gonna be who develops. And I mean, that, that can be said for any prospect, um, any team, but this is, um, this is a, a really interesting group. Um, nobody screams superstar, uh, right off, you know, right off the bat. They all have things to work on. Um, and mainly they're all pretty young. Um, 20 years old, 19 years old, 20, you know, uh, Will Matheson's the oldest one in the outfield here, and he's um, 23. So um, this group is, is going to be an, an interesting group to watch. Um, just like the rest. Like, I'm just really um, glad we have minor league baseball back, and I'm glad the Pirates have the system that they do. I think that... Uh, it's going to be uh, a real fun thing to watch how different Ben Sherrington and his team is in developing players than Neil Huntington's regime. Um, Huntington, I think, drafted well. I think his plan was fine. It just the follow-through wasn't there. The guys didn't progress, didn't um didn't come around like they should have. Um, so hopefully it's different here. Obviously not every prospect hits, you know, for every, um, you know, for every Mike Trout, there's several dozen Chad Hermansons. Uh, you know, there's several dozen, uh, you know, uh, Anthony Alford's guys that are highly touted guys that, May or may not have been high draft picks, like you know Brian Bullington. You know, for every you know Max Scherzer, there's dozens of um, Brian Bullington. So um, I really like the amount of talent um, and the depth of talent here um, in the Pirates system, and it's 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 a lot in the bottom. So these guys won't be seen for three or four, maybe five years, some of them. Um, but hopefully and ideally, they hit when the Pirates are already contending and they can just fill in gaps or um, take over for guys who um, can't produce at the major league level. Like There's going to be quad a guys like some of these guys that i've talked about and really like are going to hit triple a and they're going to plateau um it happens so uh it's um it's a really it's a really cool group um so minor league baseball's back <laughs> i'm excited so um let's you know everybody follow along with with all these teams um, so you kind of stay informed as to where where the Pirates are and where their players are in their development.
All right, so that's the podcast for today. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, Check me out on social media. Uh, Twitter, I'm at Bucko Pod. Uh, I'm sorry, Bucko Fever Pod. Um, Check me out on Facebook, Bucko Fever Podcast, and um, always the BuckoFeverPodcast.com, home of the of the uh, blog um hopefully there's a there'll be a post here um this weekend i'm going to try to put more uh prospect tracking type stuff on there uh so if you're interested in that you know keep an eye out for it um again you know i appreciate you listening i hope that some of you found um these minor league previews helpful and gave you and gives you an idea or gave you an idea of of what the pirates have and what they could have in store for them in the future um maybe put some uh some names in your head so that you can uh when you hear them you'll be like oh yeah that that was that was that guy so um you know stick it out it's a long season nice win for the pirates last night um but yeah make sure to download the minor league baseball app so you can at least do the the game day uh tracking and check the boxes um so Um, It's a lot of fun. So, again, uh, thanks for tuning in and, and have a good one.